Welcome to Wednesday, November 16th. Uh, do you know what day it is? You probably don't. Uh, wisdom Wednesday? What do you mean? Do I know what day it is? It's Wednesday. It is Grandpa Stan's birthday. Oh, it's Grandpa Stan's birthday. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. November 16th already. November 16th already. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Did a little jump in the uh, looked ahead to next week to New York weather and uh, they're getting some cold stuff up there. So. No doubt about it. I mean, I was talking to some people that are in the Ohio region and they got a few inches this past weekend. So the snow is coming. And I don't know if you I mean like Lambo is like, you know, ridiculous. Lambo looked like they were getting a blizzard already. I, listen, I can't. For, for me, I, I went to uh, I spoke at uh, Profi yesterday. I did my once a month you know, rev up for them, which was actually a really cool conversation about the pendulum of pain. Ask me about that sometime and I'll tell you. But getting, leaving their office and getting in the car, it was boiling at four o'clock. It was boiling. I'm like, it's November 16th. Can we eat 15th? Can we get like a cool breeze? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about the mornings because like the mornings are like, you know, 74 degrees, 76 degrees. And absolutely gorgeous, but it's still hot in the afternoons. It's so I'm not complaining though, because I take the heat over the snow any day of the week. I, you know, I, I don't think I'm asking a lot that in November <laughs> I want a cool breeze. Just you know, somebody like taking a put an ice cube, a big block of ice in front of a thing, a fan, and blow it at me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do crazy. right now. We have we have an amazing, amazing show today. Um, do me a favor, Shay. Can you show Sparked by Channing Crowder, right? Advisory. So today's show is going to be very explicit. If you are not comfortable using language that some might consider crusty, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this, uh, you give the warning. The F word is going to be used. It's going to be the topic of discussion. We've done a similar show prior about cursing and you know with what had happened and what transpired at the ultimate night out the way Channing Crowder put it out there and then the way everybody else latched onto it it is only appropriate that we do a show all about saying fuck yeah I mean you know it is a part of the English language no matter what you think good or bad um you know when Channing dropped that f-bomb Right. He changed the tone of the event. The entire thing shifted. He kept talking through it. People were laughing, giggling, spending money. You know, the auction stuff went better. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Lou is that's a classic five apps, baby. <laughs> so we are going to talk about the appropriate ways to use the F word, but we need to wake up first and then we will jump right in. Here we go. 
Now, this is a note that I want to read. And so that if you're watching it or if you're listening to it, Shay, show me the note. Just to be clear, we are not promoting the irresponsible use of swear words. Much to the contrary, we think if you're going to swear, you should have a high degree of awareness as to what you are communicating and the effect it has on the people around you. Situational awareness. Even if you have an intellectual understanding of how to swear, it doesn't give you the deeply cultural condition reaction that natives have. They grew up in families learning what was appropriate or what was not. So there's the disclaimer. There's the parental advisory. Nobody better than to bring this home than Mr. Gary B. How many employees do you have? 40? I'm gonna throw you out the fucking window. Let me explain why. You need to have real one-on-one conversations with these people and ask them what drives them. You should have absolutely no problem on this. What you need to do is have the humility to be an accountable leader and try to figure out what each one of them ticks with. When you talk to them, after 15 minutes each, you may have a read of like two of them are like completely full of shit. That's great, you can fire. But you're gonna find that for 12 of them, the fact that you even give a fuck to care about what they care about versus what you care about them achieving for you changes fucking everything. The second you realize you work for those 40 people, they don't work for you, watch what the fuck happens with this problem. Boom. Like Lainey said, and this is fantastic, it captures the attention in a great way. He could have said that a zillion different ways, but those were accents to a really, you know. It drove a point home. You will really fucking know. It, it drove a point home. You know, my, my, my story that I love to tell about using curse words was when I interviewed at the University of Nevada with Brian Polian. And, you know, we go through the pleasantries and we get started and then we got into the ball part of it. And we got on the board and I'm teaching and I'm rolling and I'm passionate about what I'm talking about. And of course, there's swear words coming out like we got to fucking do this really well and da 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 and you know it's it it was out there and it was happening and after the interview you know after we went through a whole 24 hours together he said look i have one piece of advice for you he goes you never know who you're in the room with and he goes for me you drop all those f-bombs doesn't bother me at all loved it felt your passion fantastic he goes I happened to be around Tony Dungy throughout my career. Tony Dungy would have tuned you out and would have stopped listening to everything you were saying because you use curse words. So just know that if you're going to walk into an interview setting and you're going to do that, you could possibly hurt your opportunities of getting hired before you know who the audience is. So the situational awareness part of it, I think, is always what's so important. So, you know, for me, a lot of times especially when I'm working with somebody new, I ask them, how does language affect you? And they yeah. look at me and they go, well, what do you mean language? I go, I use the entire language. <laughs> so, I don't delineate and say good, bad. I use the words. If some words offend you, let me know up front and I will curb it for you. But just know that being in sales my whole life, it's been fucking hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> it happened, man. You yeah. know, 
and, and I've listened and I've learned. So here's what I know. And this is what set the conversations on it, on its ass the last time we did it. Swearing is a sign of intelligence. Drop Can it. be a sign of intelligence. So I love this. I love the headline and I love this report that they did because whether you agree with the language, disagree with the language, like the language, don't like the language, this is just a scientific study. This is a study they did on people or different studies that got put together in a report to show you that there are actual benefits that are associated with using foul language or using curse words. So I think it's, you know, for me, the sign of intelligence, in order for you to be able to use swear words appropriately, you got to have a great understanding of language. Right. So that was my point. You know, to everything I do, I have a strategy. I don't just randomly do it. Having a strategy to know where and when it's appropriate and when it's not um, is basically a social skill. Right. You know, that pick, like picking the right clothes for the right occasion. It's a skill set. You know, you're standing around a group of people. You got to read the room and know that if you listen and, and nobody else is dropping F-bombs and you do, you got to figure out what's happens next. Channing Crowder didn't give a shit. He just right. said, this is who I am and I'm being me, which is the other side of it is like, don't care. And I think that's, I think it's different. That to me, it's situational awareness. Like I'm okay in my content. If something turns somebody off in my content, that's fine with me because that's who I am. And at some point you're going to find that out about me. So if you're willing to say no to me or move away from me because of that one thing that you saw without a conversation, good. I don't care. To me, that's different than being an intimate setting in a room full of just a few people where that's where I think it's important to know the audience and act accordingly, similar to dressing appropriately. Uh, Jonathan Aarons comes up with some doozies. Right. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, there are times that like I look, you know, there's like the whisper that happens to Gabby is like, you know, mass is going on. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know, like, <laughs> um, so, you know, here, I love this. I love the interaction. Um, LK says, they had an employee quit because someone cussed. So this is the world we live in where language can be, you know, create a hostile work environment. Those people don't fucking work for me. <laughs> well, I love that she said, so we added, we swear into our core values. Like, great. Let's be upfront about it. Let's people know, let people know what the expectation is and what's going to happen. So I think this is really cool. The purpose of swearing is to vent an emotion so that there's an advantage that you're taking. You're, you're to me, it's like, uh, you know, on a hot foot Sunday when you pour the, the, the whipped cream, you know, that's, they don't fucking work for us either. Yeah. You know, right. so, um, so really cool. It's all about feelings, expression. Well, so to, to that point, the study that they did about pain tolerance and swearing is that people who used swear words while going through an exercise or while doing something that was physically, you know, extraneous, it actually helped them be stronger. It actually helped them do more. They were pedaling on a bike and the people that let out a fuck while riding the bike were actually able to pedal at a higher resistance for a longer amount of time. So like I know in my workout this morning, 
I 1000% was like, fuck. And it helped me get through the set. Like I did another rep. I got back to doing the work and it helped me. So we're going to get um, some great motivational music. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the most popular phrases that include the word fuck. about having a feeling when you feel like saying that word. Now, I liked one of the things in the report was that it's a sign of honesty. Like, I honestly feel when that comes out, man, it, there's some real emotion associated with it. So when you are honest, you know, and it's appropriate, it really does leave a lasting impression. It's when someone's doing it for the sake of doing it, that it creates a problem. Right. Well, it's it's when it's every other word in the sentence, which is just like anything to me, right? right? If you use it all the time, it loses its sting. It loses its value. It loses its impact because you overuse it. So that to me is the intelligence of understanding where it fits in, where it doesn't fit in, how to use it. And there are, oh, so many ways on how to use it. I mean, we have a list of 26 different ways that you can use the F word. But I'm like, I love it. Like, the, you know, there's so many countless ways. I can't wait to talk about it. It's unbelievable. So let's get into the, the different ways you can use this, this wonderful word that we were given. It's so guttural. It has so much uh, uh, tied to it. The number one way to use the word is what the fuck? <laughs> well, so like, well, and to me, like what the fuck is it could stand alone, right? Because right. you could say what the fuck? Like you could say, say to somebody like, what the fuck was that? You know, or like you could say, you know, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's oh, like, I love this shit. one. I love this you know one. What I mean, like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> right, right. Or like, like, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Like, like, there's so many different ways that what the fuck fits into a scenario with all different emotions. It's like curiosity, or it's like absolutely mind blown that something like that could have happened. Or, you know, like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, you're just at a total exhaustion that you can't believe that something could be happening. And there it is. So I don't know. I don't get offended by that when someone says, what the fuck are you thinking? Or where the fuck are you going? Or what the fuck? I, I think that kind depends. of... depends. What's that? It depends. How so? It depends on the conversation. Like, to me, 
if somebody brought me if somebody brought me a project, right? Like if I if I gave Jake something to do and Jake brought back to me what he thought he executed on really well. And I were to look at him and go, what the fuck is this? Oh, look at Helen. What you know what I mean? Fuck? Like if it, if it comes out of left field and like somebody feels like they did something really well and you look at it and go, what the fuck is this? Right. Like that's an immediate, like you're putting somebody at a disadvantage in that conversation. So let's move to this one, which is sometimes you just got to say, fuck it. You know, now I know in the movie, it was what the fuck, you know, that was Booger in yeah. uh, in the movie with Tom Cruise, Risky Business. Sometimes sure. you just got to say what the fuck, you know, fuck like, it. all right. But you can also just say fuck it. You know what? Not important to me. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. You could say fuck it. Like, eh, whatever. Like, it's not fuck important. It. I'm going to move on. Doesn't matter. No, does anybody get offended if I say ah, fuck it? You know, right. don't worry about it. Fuck it. I, would, I would think not. I would, I would think, think not. not. Right. Okay. And the other and side of it is like you're in the group and you're talking about doing something and you're like, fuck right. it, let's do it. Like, so here's it's like a motivation. Gets, like, all right, I'm in. Here's where it gets a little funky when someone goes, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's never like, there's never a not, there's never a time where you say fuck you to somebody that it's not offensive. Like, I don't care. Well, it's meant like, to be. It's like, right. fuck you. <laughs> you know? Right. So, but you can very easily say, Oh fuck me! Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you say fuck you, but I can say fuck me. That's a thousand percent all the time. Is like you know, oh fuck me, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> I did it again. Fuck me. Unbelievable. But going down that path, like I say this all the time. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. <laughs> like, it's it's absolute astonishment that something could be happening which i mean you know the other one which i love is like fuck yeah you know and there's actually a gif there's a gif of a of a guy who's dressed in like a cop uniform and he like takes off his sunglasses and he goes fuck yeah and it's like one of my favorite gifs to use like something good happens or i'm excited for somebody else like fuck yeah (laughs) well wait a minute so this i should have played this gif but if you watch Succession, which is really one of my favorite shows, and the more I watch, the more I know, he goes, fuck off. <laughs> right. Hey, well, and, and he fuck uses off. he uses fuck off in so many different ways, right? Because sometimes he'll look at somebody and be like, fuck off. You know, like, get the, get the fuck out of here. Get out. Or, and sometimes they'll just be like, ah, fuck off. You know, like, so it's different ways that you use the same word right. and it means this something different. Fantastic. Oh, Melissa Graves is dead on. Yeah. You can actually match words and go unfucking real, which <laughs> what other word, what other way to describe something, you know, that, that gets it to that? It, I mean, you could say that that's fucked up. You know, like, <laughs> that's fucked up, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fucked up, man. Right. So wait a minute. So this one's a classic. Because there's nothing after this. When you say to somebody, stop fucking around. Yeah. That's Time serious. serious. There's, there's yeah. no more conversation. Just yeah. stop fucking around. Which That's is the right. moment that you were fucking around. You know? That is correct. So, so yeah, this one I loved. When so, when you know somebody, let's fucking go. There you go. Right. <laughs> Roll them in here, guys. This is your LFG, baby. LFG. I love it. Uh, that was the one I was trying to get was let's fucking go. So here's another one. When you hear a story that's kind of bad, something happens to somebody, you can say he or she, man, they're fucked. It's <laughs> yeah, no good. If you ever use that term with somebody's situation, you know that it's bad. It is very, 
very bad. They're fucked, you know, right? Yeah. But here's another one. If somebody does some crazy shit, you go, that dude's fucked up. <laughs> that dude's fucked up. That dude's fucking crazy, right? But I think the worst, right? I think the the hands down worst use of the F word is when you tell somebody to go fuck themselves. Yes. Ooh. Right? Like, <laughs> if you Ooh. were to tell <laughs> Like, you want to start ringing the bell and like hey, it's, it's it's time for war? Go ahead and tell somebody to go fuck themselves, and that's the worst possible way that you can enter into it. So listen, yeah, there's. Um, I love Michelle says Fubar fucked up beyond all recognition, right? Like, <laughs> this, is, this is so good. This is so fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so, um, where, where where was the other one that I wanted to do? Oh, I love this because I'm really not good with directions. Even with Uber, I mean, even with uh, Waze and Maps and shit, I never know where that. So I go, you know, the, when you say this, um, where the fuck are we? Yeah. <laughs> where the fuck are we? <laughs> I mean, doesn't that ring true? You know, yeah, a thousand percent, right? So well, it, it, it um, adds. It's not. You're not just lost. If you tell somebody like, "Hey, where the fuck are we?" You're like way beyond any what kind the of fuck happened, right? What right? <laughs> but here's the creme de la creme. I got a, I got a video downloading to close this out, so we'll go a little over time, but it's downloading. So I'm gonna I like it. Good job, good job. So the last one I'm gonna throw out, with, which is the ultimate in apathy. It's just like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> and listen, uh, Mark Manson wrote a book. You know about how many fucks do you have to give? You, you well, know? I mean, one of my favorite books that I've ever read was *The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck*. That's Mark Manson, that's, right? I mean, that's that that book is that was a real moment for me of like, all right, I get to live my life. I get to decide what I want to do. Oh, Harry Jones comes up with a classic. Um, I don't see him in the in the notes here, but he goes body language and tone. When you use the word, like you can say, ah, fuck off. And it's like funny or you Correct. go, fuck off. You know okay. I mean? That's a thousand percent. The way you use it, right? The body language or the the dialect and, and the inflation of your voice and the tone of your voice, which is everything, right? So like in the art of negotiation, it's not necessarily just the words you use. It's how you use those words. It's the inflection of your voice that really makes the impact and decides how it lands on somebody else. So the reason why we had this conversation, you know, no shock value is that we experienced, you know, a, a really nice event that was going along really nice when Channing Crowder hit the stage and he, the first time he dropped the F boom, the whole room like went, <laughs> that's fucking cool man. Yeah, yeah, that's right i mean oh. everybody everybody who stepped on stage after that wanted to drop an f-bomb somehow oh, some way like you got so the mayor telling Channing to go fuck himself so like. <laughs> it was it was hey listen when we took the group picture for the league instead of cheese everybody said fuck it that's right so i got right. i got the video i got the video right. allow me to play it what do you got? All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So first we have to decide how much do we want to find out. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph 
and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm gonna come straight down to where it intersects with my fuck around line. That there is gonna tell me how much I have to fuck around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're gonna find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never fuck around, you'll never find out. So I <laughs> it's fantastic. The old fuck around to find out graph. <laughs> so. so fantastic. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully you share it with your friends. Use your curse words in an intelligent way. Know when, where, and how to use them, but surely use them. And Mark, I will leave you to end our session with a any F, F Have a great fucking day. Let's Damn. get down to fucking business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night